Well, if there's no pre-roll, then I'm John Maltz. This episode is also brought to you by Lex Friedman. This episode is brought to you by winning the holiday war. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> the holiday war. Yeah, the holiday war. Not the war on Christmas. Nope. The holiday nope. war. Holiday war. Okay. P.S. I'm Sean Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just introduced the show, Moltz, but I, I didn't so. understand anything that he said at that last part there. Yeah, yeah no. no. Your, con- your connection is not good. Shit. So anytime we are ignoring Armstrong or don't know what he's saying, it's because we can't hear him, even though you, dear listener, can through the magic of <laughs> editing. I think he's in a, um undisclosed location. That's correct. Are, are you, are you, <laughs> That's um, very correct. Are, are you in a cabin somewhere? Yes. Uh, can you can you <laughs> can you tell us where you are? <laughs> I uh, I am in the wilds of Utah. I'm going to turn my volume down just a little bit. Uh, my input gain. Sorry. Hey, I'm in the I'm in Utah. I'm in uh, the middle of nowhere. All, you're all over the place, man. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Um, I'm connected to you guys via line of sight internet. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Uh, For real, something. That's for real. They have the fastest they can get where they are is where they're supposedly at 18 megabits down. And um, <laughs> so anyway, I spent yesterday testing and fixing their I, we basically wired their house yesterday um, mm. so that they have Ethernet everywhere. I know. Hi, everybody, nerds. And um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I was hopeful that that would make mean that the this show could be recorded in a way that would be awesome and apparently it's not so i'm i'm in the wilds of utah and it's not a it's not a cabin it's a house but it's in a cabin like environment hmm. got yeah. it i'm still I'm the guessing there's a lot of delay <laughs> yeah skipping, there's some skipping and some delay yeah i mean you're uh let's put it this way we were recording with dan in india for uh several episodes of the rebound and his it was much better <laughs> Now, uh, the question on everybody's <laughs> mind, I know our listeners are wondering this, besides will John and Lex be able to understand what John Armstrong says, um, is your, are your kids already off from school? Like, has school stopped? How long is the break? Do you have any special break plans? And yes. This, that question is for both of you. Um, Hank is off. Okay. Uh, he's been off for the week so far. And, oh, wow. Um, we have not... Uh, not done much that's special, uh, mostly like trying to finish up Christmas stuff. And his birthday is next week. It's actually a week from today, so I won't be able to record next week, by the way. Um, what? And, yeah. you know, we're, uh, I, I think I mentioned before that we're having a party at the um, at the putt-putt place. Putt-putt yes. and bowling. I don't know if there's going to be bowling, but there's putt-putt and games. So You might uh, strike out on bowling. You never know. <laughs> oh, my me. God. Seriously? <laughs> uh, uh, were puns. we able to hear John Armstrong? He would have other hilarious bowling puns. Too. <laughs> I would totally. But we're not, we're not going have. anywhere and Lex. nobody's coming here. Although uh, well, you have people, we have people coming over Christmas Eve. Um, and then we're thinking about having a New Year's Eve party. Oh, so. I'll come. Yeah. What yeah, were you yeah, going to say you there, should. Mr. Armstrong? I heard you shouting my name. Don't spare me the puns today, Lex. <laughs> God. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, John Armstrong, I'm going to go ahead and suggest you might not even want to be on this episode. <laughs> I think so. I think you uh, might be right. Because I have no idea what you're saying. I'm going to change networks. We'll see what that does. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's what the Moltzes are doing. Um, we typically, um, uh, we used to host New Year's Eve each year. And um uh, we had a friend who took over the New Year's Eve party. He actually had been doing it before us and came to ours because we invited them before they planned theirs one year and we didn't know that they had been doing one. And we gave it back to them. So they do New Year's. <laughs> and what's fun about it is... Like a white elephant. Right. Um, but they, uh, Dan, who hosts the party, not Dan Morin, um, is the guitar player in the band of dads that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the uh, name of the band? <laughs> no, it's called Midhill because they're all middle-aged okay. and over the hill uh, so nice um but so dan will be on his guitar i'll play a keyboard like later in the evening as we get closer to new year's but before the actual new year has happened there's usually some kind of jamming that happens and uh, it's fun so i look forward to that party the kids do are your kids capable of staying up until midnight do they ring in the new year uh, i think he could now and that's what the conversation that we've had because the past few years we've had some people over um with just one kid um, and, uh, you know, a friend of his. And we've done the, like, the 10 o'clock <laughs> New Year's Eve. Yeah, and thing. Netflix keeps adding new fake countdowns each year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but I think, you know, I think it's possible this year he could stay up. I mean, you know, when he travels, sometimes he stays up that late. And it's not the best thing in the world, but it's fine. So. Last year, everybody made it up, including Marlo. And so we're going to do that again this year. We're going to push the kids to stay up all the way. Cool. You can hear me now, I assume. I can hear you now, yes. What did you do, switch to your phone? Uh, No. Uh, (laughs) I went to the 2 gigahertz network instead of the 5. Nice. It's a lot better. Yeah, Um, glad to hear. But my... uh, Anya almost always stays up. Sierra probably will stay up. And then Liam... Liam has tried... I think last year he did make it. Um, but we, uh, like he was asleep at 1201, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, he made that. it and then passed out. <laughs> nice. So we will see, we will see. Um, I've got a friend who, uh, is, um, he's going to be, he, he lives here. Um, he's a professor who just got tenure here. So actually he will be here for good, it seems, which is great. Um, and, but he is, um, <laughs> He has some trips planned for the for like the first six months of next year. Um, so he's going to be gone for six months. But he's he and he's uh he's having Christmas in Hawaii right now, and then he's um he's going to be back for the for the new year, and then he's leaving. He's taking some students to the inauguration, mm. <laughs> which he does every every four year. Which he's, or at least he did he did it the last time. Um, I don't know they did it the time before but for that, but um, because I don't think I even knew him then, but um. So so he he planned to do this and then was like, well, guess we're still doing it. Um, and <laughs> and then after that, he is going to spend like you know five and a half months in Cambridge, England. So so I won't see him for a while. So I'm thinking, you know, we had a we had a party that might be fun. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We and are- Hank likes him. Hank likes him too. So, um, okay. he, uh, they have a, they have a running thing where, um, they, they try and make up terrible pickup lines <laughs> <laughs> and they test him out on the ladies in attendance. They, they do, they do not. <laughs> okay. 
probably for the best. I, uh, we are, as per tradition, um, having some some Jewish friends over on Christmas Day. Um, it also happens to be the the first full day of Hanukkah. Hanukkah starts on Christmas Eve at night. Wow. Um, but that's not why they're coming over. They're coming over because we're Jews with nothing to do on Christmas. But we will mm-hmm. truly be doing all the cliched activities, by which I mean watching movies and uh, eating Chinese food. Eating so, Chinese food. Well, so we're not Christmas every year. Yeah, we're not having anybody over. And we were, I was thinking that maybe we'd do Chinese food, but we don't have like a great Chinese place that's very close. So, um, I'm so sorry. we uh, we decided to. Uh, I'm going to make chipino instead. What's that? Whoa. It's a fish and like shellfish and stew, like a soup. It's good. Huh. With tomatoes. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And ambitious. Not the way I do it, but it's, um, you know, <laughs> I've never done it before, so it's probably going to be terrible. But I used to make, like, I used to make lobster. Um, and it was always such a pain in the ass. It's like you couldn't, like, you get lobster tails and then I, w- I just wasn't good at like grilling them. And it was, it was always, they were never that great. Um, cause I'm always used to like steaming like a whole lobster. Um, and we just can't, it's not easy to get that here. So what? I'm just, so I'm, I'm just sad that. that you, um, you don't have a good Chinese restaurant near you because like, that's so important to me. Like Chinese yeah. is my go-to delightful. Cuisine. Yeah. The place, the place that we go to here is, is very mediocre. Um, occasionally bad. is that their tagline like <laughs> yeah. chinese food. bob's chinese food emporium yeah we're very mediocre yeah and there's another place there's another place that's quite good um but it's you know it's like it's at least 20 minutes away so uh, and they, they don't, don't deliver. deliver yeah yeah ouch that's the yeah that's and then like cool. on christmas day i don't think i want to i don't want to be driving like possibly 25 minutes to get yeah to get pick up chinese food and then bring it back and then by the time you get back it's cold so. I will say with the kosher Chinese restaurant, which does gangbusters on Christmas Day, um, I literally, and this is no joke, I order dinner uh, at around 11.30 in the morning to pick up around 5.30 in the evening <laughs> because they get so <laughs> crazily busy that if you wow. order then, you're not going to get it. Wow. That is amazing. It's crazy. And it's, you know, I'm Jewish. So I'm allowed to say whatever I want. I'm pretty sure. I think that's how the policy works. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's mostly like straight up black hat and beard Jews at the Chinese restaurant on Christmas day. Um, <laughs> the kosher Chinese restaurant, I should say. And like, I walk in, in my normal clothes and beardless face and no yarmulke. And they're like, who is this guy? Uh-huh. <laughs> Every year. I love it. I walk in, I'm like humming silent night as loud as possible. It's great. <laughs> The ham didn't work out, so I'm here. Whoops. <laughs> That's good. Now, we're, we go. yeah, we're having ham the night before um, on Christmas Eve, and we're having people over, and um, I think I'm the only person that's excited about it. <laughs> okay. Karen, of course, does not eat meat, so she's not going to be eating the ham at all, but she's making herself something, which will be you know probably our side dish. To um, ham? And then, you know, Hank and I went to the grocery store, and I had the ham in the cart, and as we were checking out, he's like, He's like, oh, I don't really like ham. <laughs> you, you like it fine. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be fine. You'll be all right. Be, yeah. That's good. So, uh, so she eats like a tofu version of ham. Tofam. Right? <laughs> no, she's making like a... I think they call it making some sort of... I think she's making like a spinach and like a phyllo pasta sort of thing. Oh, um, lovely. Yes. Probably more like Greek, I guess. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. Well, we're going to go. So in my girlfriend's family, their tradition uh, on the years that she's with her 
father for Christmas Eve. Um, that and he's a, up again, by the way. I know you haven't given an update on this up. That's long correct. Time. He's standing. He's standing up. Uh, not 100% all the time, but he can stand by himself, which is a huge, huge, huge thing for him. And we're all really happy about that. Um, Regular listeners might recall he was hit by a car. Hit by a car. But is back on his feet now. Many months later. Like eight months yeah. later or something? 15 months. 15 months. Like I said, 15 short months. Right? <laughs> uh, he's, he's done a lot of work actually. It's been, it's been really inspirational to, to watch him, um, on this recovery path. But, uh, their tradition is to have a Christmas Eve dinner. And since last year he was uh, in the hospital, we took Christmas Eve dinner to him. It was not near as fancy as the dinners they're used to having, but like their tradition was to go to the four seasons in New York, which is closed now. Mm. And, so because we have six people now to move, they have offered to come over to our neighborhood and we have a, a restaurant that we go to. That's an Italian place. That's fantastic. And it's like our go-to for a nicer meal out. And so we're going to do that on Christmas Eve with all the girls. So four girls who will probably half of whom will probably not eat anything other than uh, pasta with butter on it. Yeah, um, right. And the other half will argue about why they can't touch their delicious food that's right in front of them. Anyway, it's always a delight uh, <laughs> looking for. And, and also, our go-to pizza place is closed until January. Like, they are the weirdest place. They'll close the entire month of August. And sometimes well into September. This, this, week, this year, they were closed six weeks. I don't know how they're surviving right now. I just don't. But you know what? <laughs> good for them i mean they're doing it yeah right but that that pizza everybody universally we find something we like at the pizza place so that's our like emergency we are dying right now what can we eat we don't have anything to make quick slices and we run over there to get that but but our christmas eve dinner is going to be a big deal we we tend to dress up for that and make it mm -hmm. kind of special you know so yeah. my girls are, are been instructed to pack uh a dress and um nice shoes uh that they can either change into once we get there or boots that are dressier than like winter boots mm -hmm. um because it's only a couple of block walks so it's not a you know unless it's a blizzard <laughs> it's okay um anyway that's our christmas eve and then of course christmas day uh i believe santa claus will find us i'm hopeful <laughs> and then the next day of course we uh go to i think we're gonna go to the 26th dc i think that's the plan um the my girlfriend's girls will have christmas morning with us and then they'll go with their father christmas night and have christmas afternoon you know late afternoon evening with their dad <sighs> and then the um that, that will be the time that marlo <laughs> and i play the lego movie on ps4 now nice. if you're as as christmas approaches so when people are hearing this episode it's gonna be very very close uh if you're unsure Hey, what should I get for the kids in my life for the holiday season? I want to remind you, repeat sponsor Toka TV is the most playful video experience for kids. It's a brand new experience from Toka Boca, my favorite kids app maker for iOS, that combines kids' creativity with thousands of hand-picked, carefully curated videos. Toka TV never, not even once, relies on algorithms. Instead, they handpick and pre-screen videos, every single one, to make sure that they are right for your kids. There's no advertising, no sponsored content. It's just straight up videos that'll make your kids laugh, be inspired, think, and simply have fun. 
You know fun. You remember fun. Your kid will find favorites like Minecraft gameplay, do-it-yourself crafts and recipes, silly songs, so much more. Plus, there's exclusive Tokoboka videos that are only available on Toka TV, not anywhere else. They're adding more fantastic videos every week, so your kid will never run out of content to enjoy. We have all, and we've talked about it on the show, we have all <laughs> run into experiences where kids are watching the YouTube and finding things we don't want them to be watching. <laughs> With the uh, Toka TV experience, that can't happen because they've, they've carefully screened every single video. Screened, it's funny. They've carefully screened every video that's in that app, so it's safe. Your kid won't just sit back and watch. With Toka TV, they can also get in on the fun filming their own videos with our recording tool and silly animated filters. Here's what you do. Download Toka TV on the App Store. Toka, by the way, T-O-C-A. Toka on the App Store. Toka TV in the App Store. Try it for free today. In the app, enter in the code T-T-C-A. That's like the acronym for the show. And you'll get your mm-hmm. first month of Toka TV for free. So check it out. I'm a big fan. My kids are into it. They are big fans of Toka TV. And they've been making a lot of videos with the Toka TV app. So check them out. I love those guys over at Toka Boca. Uh, I will add that each year on Christmas, um, my kids get a little bit, in a way that I don't remember doing, my kids get a little bit like, I wish we were Christians. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> like, if we drive, if we go outside, or if we're driving somewhere, like there's a thousand cars parked at every house, right? And they're like, oh, I bet, oh they're, yeah. I bet they're unwrapping presents by the tree. I bet they're singing carols. I bet they're, and my kids don't even know what eggnog is, but they've heard it. Like, I bet they're drinking eggnog mm-hmm. or eating milk and cookies. I'm like, well, we're having Chinese food and watching a movie. Like, that's that's a thing. Um, but uh, it, it, they are the the quintessential lonely Jews on Christmas. So it it happens. It's real. We're jealous of you guys. I I have an idea. I have an idea. I think there is a business here that other Jews could perform on Christmas Day as Christians celebrating. And you would hire them to come and be your, quote, extended family. <laughs> and you would have a, a simple gift exchange. And you would drink eggnog and then argue about politics. And then say goodbye weirdly. <laughs> and then, and, and then yell at them to, until they leave. Yeah. And, and like follow them out the door screaming about whatever mm-hmm. thing they're saying that's completely wrong. Right. And I think that would be a good business, Lex. Um, I'm intrigued. That's, yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's what christians do and i don't know if you can tell your kids that yet but that's kind of where that is for the jesus people and even the not jesus people who just get together i mean frankly you know my mom made it a point to read the new testament account of jesus birth on christmas eve mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh as you can I haven't guess, read that and, one yeah, as you can guess, <laughs> you haven't gotten to that book yet. <laughs> we, I don't even know that there is a New Testament in the apartment, uh, so w- there's not going to be. Though we will light the candles for sure. But my girlfriend, as a like menorah style Jewish, or something else, no, yeah, full menorah. Uh, we have okay. a menorah saurus also, but that's more yeah. decorative, and that's a that's a that's uh, a thing that provides other words for menorah. <laughs> well, mm, good, close. <laughs> But no, it is a, as we say, it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex toy. And -hmm, then mm -hmm. it's been spray painted gold and candle holders have been mounted along its spine. It's pretty awesome. Tyrannosaurus Rex knew how much we disgraced his memory. He would be so pissed off. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. First of all, raging, raging anti-Semite. I don't know if you know that T-Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex? (laughs) 
Yeah. Hated the a joke. Nazi, Reed, really. I think you're being dinosaurist <laughs> right now, Black. <laughs> um, well, no, he, he always called Stegosaurus a Jew because he's like, that's why you have all those horns. No, I should have said Triceratops. Would have been better. Yep. Uh, okay. Would have been better. Should have gone with Triceratops. Yep. I'll be sending a link to the Menorosaurus. <laughs> Uh, we have a lot of fun menorahs and in my house growing up what i remember most about hanukkah was that each kid had their own menorah to light and then the parents had their menorah so like night one fine everybody's got to light one candle on their menorah and then by like night eight it's i don't know 40 plus candles to get lit um 44 i think because yeah there's the one anyway uh so and uh, it would get it would get crazy um and my kids want to do the same thing. And we have a bunch of menorahs here. We've got ones that they've made, ones that they've received as gifts, etc. And Lauren's always like, couldn't we just light one and call it a day? And I'm like, no, nah, if they want to light them, let them light them. Because like, it takes no extra work, right? Like It's, it's painless. Uh, and the kids love wielding fire. And then in our house, like it's everybody opens a present each night. The parents might not if they don't have eight, but like the kids will get at least one present per night. Um, and they can choose how many they open each night. They have to have at least one each night. So it's it's both a math problem and um, yeah. like uh, 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 I can't think of what the right word is, but like a, a philosophy on life problem. Because mm. I was always like, what's the maximum number of gifts I can open per night and do uh, more than one each night, if possible? Or if like I can open two a night and then one and then two and then one. Where Lauren growing up was always like, I'm going to open the fewest I can per night. So like one each night and then have seven left over on the last night. Oh. And my kids all have the different interpretations of which thing to do. So I, I enjoy observing that each year. Um, I've sent you guys a link to the Menorosaurus. Yeah. And, sure? uh, it's beautiful. I, it yeah, looks like it's great. made of maybe of solid gold. Right. It totally is. <laughs> so it would, it, would, uh, it would go perfectly in, um, in Donald Trump's home. Yeah, it sure would because he loves Jews. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, the candles are very close together, which I think his hands are well attuned for. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I've heard that, um, and that was spoken not by Lex Friedman, but actually that was spoken by both John and I in unison. For anyone mm-hmm. listening, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. just to cover all our. Ass just saying, I'm just saying he has small hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about politics. No, no, not at all. You guys, a, you, know. you guys know hands. Noticing, uh, noticing his condition. <laughs> um, what else tiny, tiny I got to pivot. Pivot. I, I'm no, going to pivot. Please, for the love of God, pivot. So, so in our Slack, I've had some recommendations, and also on Twitter for where to take my kids and my girlfriend's kids when we go to DC over the break. And my my kids get out of school tomorrow. Uh, my youngest gets out half day and then my oldest has a regular day. And so literally she will walk in the door at her mother's house where I will be pulling up in the driveway seconds later and we're going to throw everything in the car and go to the airport uh, to fly to New York. We're, get, we're on. It's not quite a red eye. It's more like a swing shift flight, <laughs> but it gets in pretty late. And I am just, I'm super nervous about the implications that that lateness will have on Christmas Eve, Christmas, and every day that follows. Um, the kids hmm. tend to not respect each other's sleeping needs. It's a difficult thing. Anyway. So. And, and how do they, how do they, how does that manifest itself? Um, just like uh, waking it or get up? Yeah, they'll, they'll get up and they're just so excited to see each other that it's, it's crazy town. Like, okay. so. 
this, this, they've done this flight once before with their mother. Their mother came to New York and um, brought the kids with her and dropped them off uh, in the summer of 2015, I think, um, that was on the same flight. It's like a late afternoon flight and it gets in at like 10 to midnight or something, which means by the time you get luggage and cabs and get in, get home, you're looking about 1 a.m. And they did that in the summer. And then it was the last day of school the next day for my girlfriend's kids. And that was really not good because they wanted the, my girlfriend's kids wanted my kids to go with them. They're super tired and just not good. And there's all the emotions about the last day of school and hugging and crying and, mm-hmm. and girls are very different than boys around this, but, um, that was a challenge. So anyway, since it's Christmas Eve, the amp levels are already going to be super pegged, right? The, the needle will be hard in the plus eight VU decibels. <laughs> area <laughs> and it's going to be nuts and so that's I not can't, i'm kind of i'm kind of shocked at how soon it is I like I, yeah i'm just only right now kind of realizing that um we're just like a couple of days away yeah christmas is in two days yeah well yeah. christmas eve is in two days well yeah christmas excuse me christmas eve is in two days that gives yeah. you plenty of time lex to work on my business plan my business idea <laughs> <laughs> well I'll tell you, you know what business I'm not going to get into, John? Mm-mm. I'm not going to get into the mattress industry because that's already been won specifically oh, yeah. by our friends at Sleep Number. You've heard all three of us talk about our Sleep Number beds and how they have changed our lives. Uh, gentlemen, do you have your Sleep Number settings offhand? Um, I, I need to. 90s. I'm a 90. I knew you were going to ask. Oh, you're a 90 92. When I heard, when I yeah. heard the advertiser. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a 90. My Sleep IQ score last night was 89. Uh, I actually. I felt like I slept all night. The night before, I really had I, I had caffeinated yes. a bit too much during the day, yes. and I, I struggled. What was your score last night? 95. 95 oh sleep IQ score last yeah. night. Well, on what sleep number setting is that, Mr. Maltz? 90. Still on 90. And So all three of us are 90s. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Our innovative friends at Sleep Number, I call them all sleepies, but our innovative... No, I can't <laughs> say that. Our innovative <laughs> friends at Sleep Numbers, I call them all numberooskies, uh, they have created a pillow that's so comfortable. It's everyone's new favorite, including mine, and I absolutely sleep with my Sleep Number pillow every night. It's called the Sleep Number Comfort Pillow. Uh, I like the Comfort Pillow, the Comfort Fit Pillow, because I am a pillow nerd. I love pillows in general. The Comfort Fit Pillow has the right mix of like uh, conforming to your shape and also offering the kind of support you want. Oh, that's literally what the copy says, and I hadn't even looked yet. It's the perfect combination of soft comfort and conforming support. So chew on wow. that. I was exactly right. It features a unique <laughs> fill blend of memory foam with premium down alternative fibers, so it keeps its shape night after night, as do I. The comfort pillow is so comfortable. It truly is the must-have mm-hmm. gift for everybody on your list, and it's not too late. You can order it online right now, and... That's maybe not true. Have fun editing this, John. You can, you, <laughs> oh, can, you can know you're going to get one now and send people a note saying, hey, coming soon to your house is a comfort fit pillow. So to recap, my sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was 89. There's just one place you'll find the comfort fit pillow, and it's at a sleep number store. Right now, you can buy one, get one 50% off. Be sure Ooh. to check out all their great gifts for smarter sleep. You'll only find sleep number at any of the 500 sleep number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them Lex sent you. That's me. I'm Lex. So find a sleep number store and tell them Lex sent you and uh, they will take good care of you because they all know me. I'm friends with every single person who has ever worked in a sleep number store. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're going to ask me, no. how is he? You tell them. Is it Lex from turning this car around or just Lex? It used to say to tell him Lex from turning this car around. Now it's just to tell him Lex sent you. So I think you can huh. do either. I think it's fine if you mention turning this car around. Like don't, would, don't hesitate. Yeah. 
I would mention it loudly as far as I as yeah. far as I'm concerned, you could yell it in the store as far. Turn this car around. Yes. By the way, some people have asked me, do I work at a sleep number store? Like if can they go to one and find me? And the answer is yes. Just keep looking. You'll find me there. <laughs> Honesty, our number one policy <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> oh man. But uh I the Liam had his holiday party at school, and I don't know how it is at your kids' schools, but here in our school district, whenever they have the holiday parties at school, you're not even allowed to bring in food for everybody anymore. So each mm-hmm. kid brings in their own treat. So like for themselves. Oh really? So Liam wow. brought in Hanukkah cookies and other like no. they're so worried about food allergies and whatnot right. that I get like, that. everybody brings in their own treat. It's I get it's kinda, that. But I um, lame. yeah, no, he had a he had a he had a party in French class, and so they did like a French um Christmas kissing, and, oh. and he he had to he had to take a pair of my shoes because I believe in France they put uh they don't use stockings they use shoes. Mm. So we we. What Which, level you know, of shoe did you let him take? I, I, he took, he took my older, um, uh, I have two pairs of waterproof brown sort of dress shoes and he took the older, the older mm. pair that I don't really wear that much anymore because okay. the right. new ones are awesome. <laughs> you didn't surrender the good shoes. No, I was not. Cause I was, I thought it was very possible. I would not see these shoes again, but did he did you, bring them back. It did come on. Well, okay. Good. Yeah. They, yeah, they came back. So. Um, I haven't looked my, in them. <laughs> smart. They could be full of they could be full of chocolate for all I know. <laughs> now, do do the kids do your kids teachers, especially when they're younger, do they give them presents around the holiday time? Like it's a big thing here that the teachers go to the dollar store and get gifts for all the students in their class. Eh, I don't think so. I mean, they got candy often. Mm-hmm. So you know, so, like he came. He actually, in this time, he got he got candy. He came home with all like a bag full of candy. Um, they got, but, uh, uh, but not like a present. Liam came home excited out of his mind because he got like a keychain sized etch a sketch, um, like coloring books and markers. Like I think she probably spent three dollars per kid, which is you know not cheap. It's almost yeah. ninety bucks. Um, and like, well, you know those teachers, they're making you know, yeah, they're raking it in. So why right, not? Right. What I think is out of control. Again, I think this is a central New Jersey problem. Is the amount that the fam- the parents raise to give to the teachers? Like I'm not a cheapskate. I'll do whatever everybody says they want to do, but like. There was like in one class with a teacher and an aide, there was five hundred dollars raised across twenty five families. Like that seems a, like a lot to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. agree? Am I wrong? Am I am I the cheap one here? Hmm. I I that seems like yeah yeah no I I that seems weird to me. That's a lot. That's too much. <laughs> right. That's all. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but it's fine. We'll give them, and, and some, some classrooms we've paid even more. There was one classroom that got up to almost $900. It's just, oh my God, what are we doing? Not per person to be clear, like divided no, no, amongst even 20 still. to 25 families. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like yeah. that, that's yeah. entering birthday present levels. Yes. Per kid. Now my wife is a teacher and she like just that's competing got like, with parents on gifts. My, basically my, uh, my wife got a $270 gift card from the students in her class and she has like nine students. <laughs> so, Okay. I'm just saying they're spending yeah. heavily in central Man. New Jersey. Yeah. It's expensive to have kids. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> That's a very astute observation. Um, <laughs> we probably should have mentioned that earlier in this, you know, in a, yeah, in a run. make really good <laughs> observations. 
sharp <laughs> eventually sharp <observers. laughs> yeah <laughs> you know two years in though <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> so um at the public school in brooklyn it's don't you i mean people still slip them stuff but it's not a group thing it's you just do it if you want to do it and you just stick it in an envelope and there you go and it's usually a gift card and i think one year they tried to like stack all the gift cards up and then dole it out um but people forgot to write how much was on the gift card and it was a mess so they just said you know we're not doing group stuff like this if you want to give your teacher a a thank you gift that's fine and then there's no knowledge about how much is raised or not raised or whatever but this raises an interesting question this came up with my family recently on facebook my, my wife's family specifically what is your philosophy on gift cards if you receive a gift card to any store do you spend it or do you wait until you have something to buy from that store and then spend it? Uh, I haven't gotten a gift card in a long time. Okay. But typically I will. So I've in the past, I've had like a home Depot or like when I was a homeowner with a garage, I had Depot, Lowe's, those kind of cards would, I would get periodically and I would save those up until I needed to buy something. Yeah. I think right. It depends on the store. Um, ma- many stores, I already have something that I want from, <laughs> right? I mean, I have an Amazon wish list. So mm-hmm. if I got an Amazon card, I already have like 10 things lined up that I would be willing to spend it on. But like, yeah, but like a, yeah, like a Home Depot or something like that. I, I would probably need to think about before I run out and spend it. I just go out and buy, just go out and buy like $50 worth of nails. <laughs> I, I can argue That's both lot sides, but you're, you're supposed to. Like if it's a, if it's a gift card, my feeling is you're supposed to, it's not supposed to be in, in theory for a necessity, right? If it was buying something that you absolutely needed, it's not a gift, right? It's just buying something off your shopping list. Like, I don't know. My girlfriend is super opposed to giving gift cards to adults. Yes. It's not stressful. to kids, but to adults. And mm-hmm. we recently had a situation where that was the suggested gift. Uh, we do a family kind of rotation yeah. thing with siblings. Right. And, and so it reduces the need to buy, you know, 14 gifts for siblings and their partners and spouses. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was one of the gift ideas. And my girlfriend was like, I am not sending money to a grown person who works and has a job. (laughs) I refuse to do that. Just on principle. A gift is about a a thought of gratitude and selflessness and you know, you're giving, you're supposed to give something and it just right. seems to kind of, she thinks yeah. it just it kind of destroys the whole. Well, that, and that was like, we did, you know, we were for years, we were kind of trying to make everything like the holidays were so stressful and we were trying to simplify, simplify things. And so we were talking to my, my brothers about that. Um, and, you know, it's like, and at some point it was like, well, why don't we just give each other gift cards? And then once you do that, you're like, why are we just handing money back and forth? Right. It's like, we're right. just handing each other like <laughs> the exact same amount. Right. And then, and then, so then like the year after that, it's, we just, we stopped. I mean, we're not. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. But my brother, my, my, you know, my one brother got, um, got my, you know, got, is getting Hank those golf clubs, which I think is a pretty big gift. Um, That's a big so, deal. Yeah, so I sent I sent him a few bottles of wine because nice. I, I thought that was super nice. So that's how it's supposed to be, right there. Boom, beautiful. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it it's something you know, it's something I know he'll appreciate. So, was it good wine? Was it the good stuff? Yeah, well, some of it was. <laughs> the um, yeah, there's a couple of fillers. <laughs> yeah, you got to fill the box, right? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of just grape juice that John poured into a fancier bottle, but still, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I see the thing. The one of the few uh, sources of strife in my life with my wife. Wow. Wow. Go on, Dr. Seuss. But uh, surround the gift cards they receive, the kids receive for birthdays and stuff. Because we have gift cards now going back two birthdays for some of the kids. I'm like, just take them to the store and let them spend them. Like, we're not waiting for it. Just let the, like, kids want presents. If they get gift cards, which is, again, a very popular thing to give kids gift cards at their birthdays, like, just let them go spend them and buy whatever stupid shit they want. Even if we know it's a dumb gift, like, it's theirs and they're going to get the joy from it. Like, just let's do it. So every once in a while, I'm like, I grab a handful of this giant thick stack of gift cards. I'm like, okay, kids, let's go. Anybody wants to spend their gift cards? Daddy's taking <laughs> shopping. Like, just gotta, but there's still a stack of like, it's got to be $1,000 of gift cards sitting in our kitchen somewhere. Oh, my God. You know, Lex, you could. You Maybe could I'm exaggerating your, that. but there's I'm a, coming over. Look, Lex, you could educate your entire family on the Star Wars canon with all those gift cards. <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> he has no interest in doing that. <laughs> I know, but they, I bet the kids do. Is the I'm Star Wars saying. canon like one of the weapons they use on the Death yes, Star? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It totally is. Right. No, but uh, there's strong female characters in the latest ones, and uh, that's, that's a good thing for kids. Yeah. Well, I think I was thinking if it's female characters, they could have a line of makeup they call Rouge Water. <laughs>